This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. So the Open Division round robin wraps up with a 5-2 victory for Team Yellow over Team Red. These two teams will meet again tomorrow morning in the bronze medal game at 10.30 a.m. We've got one more game on top today, and that's the Low Vision and Development Division game. Coming up next, the final score again in this one, Team Yellow victorious 5-2 to two over Team Red. Let's send it back to the AMI boys who've done a great job all weekend long. Thank you. I'm still recovering from your comment earlier about what the Leafs do, but anyways, we'll leave that for another day. I'm joined with um, Brett Wills and Cam Jenkins. Gentlemen, thoughts on the game? I think it was another great game. What can you say about it? You've got Stanicki, a couple of goals. You got Kelly Serbu, a couple of goals. I think that they've been the MVP of uh, that team. Although I'm sure Brett would say Joey Cabral, but I think he's definitely out of the MVP running now because he's had a couple of goals in this game. Um, and Team Red, uh, Uendizi, uh I think had a really good game, had an assist uh, there too, and Ruddle uh, had a goal. So. Uh, you know, I think it was a really good uh, close game. Uh, obviously, the yellow team, they kind of pulled ahead there, but it was definitely close for a good period, period in a bit. Brett, that, you know, uh, I, I jumped off the bandwagon with uh, Joe Cabrell, but uh, he, he played incredible this afternoon, and uh, I just, uh, if he's not named MVP of the tournament, he's definitely going to be named one of the three uh, goaltenders for Team Canada in that tournament in October. Yeah, I think you're absolutely correct. I think he's just uh, earned a spot there. Uh, I, I think he earned it before this game, but um, yeah, I mean, Cam, is this the kind of game you expect from Red in the bronze medal game? They kind of uh, lost a little bit of track there, uh, but is this the kind of game you expect? Yeah, I think it is the type of game uh, you're going to expect tomorrow. I think it's going to be a lot closer, though. And you know what? I think Red's going to pull it out tomorrow, to be quite honest with you. Uh, to get your uh, first win uh, at the bronze medal game would be uh, quite the feat. Absolutely. That's Bruh. the way to do it at the end of the day. If you're going to win a game, why not it be the biggest <laughs> game of your tournament where you're going to get a medal, being the bronze medal? So true. I mean, uh, no time like uh, tomorrow at the bronze medal game. Would that be the message, boys, in the uh, in the room? Like, listen, yeah, we haven't won yet, but we could win the bronze medal. You know, uh, we've been saying all weekend that uh, tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. And tomorrow is a new day. So uh, they could certainly come out on top and sec secure that bronze medal. Any other uh, thoughts that stick out to you from uh, this, this game here? I just think it was, a, like I said earlier, a great game. Really looking forward to the compete level rising uh, tomorrow uh, for both games, the gold medal and the bronze medal game. Uh, it's go time. Yes, and uh, the low vision uh, game is uh, coming up now. We have, or soon anyway, we have 1-1. Uh, Dave. <laughs> yes, sir. I want to join the panel, too. Come on now. I've been trying to get on your show for months. This is my opportunity right Fair now enough. to get on the panel. So ask me a question, Brock. What, what it, do, do we expect, do you expect Red to play like they did uh, in the last, uh, 
you know, 10 minutes of the hockey game. I'm, in just, the Broncos giving, game? I'm just giving you a hard time, by the way. You know what? I, I like what they did in the last 10 minutes because it, it almost looked like they showed a little more life as far as a little bit of an offensive attack. You see the speed of a Simone Richard, and they finally find somebody that can match the speed because a lot of times in the first two periods of the game, and I don't know if you guys noticed this a lot, you'd see the one player penetrate the offensive zone and then wait around for another player to join him because in this sport, it's so critical to make that offensive pass to get anything going. That's why we don't really see any breakaways in this sport because you have to make that offensive pass. I don't think Team Red really, uh, I guess, maneuvered that way until the third period. And bang, we see two goals. And you guys are absolutely right. It is a new day tomorrow, and hopefully they take what they did in that third period and put it through three periods when it really counts for the bronze medal in tomorrow afternoon's game. I'm curious, you you looked at this game from a, a little bit of a different perspective. Do you think Joe uh, Gabral is a uh, shoe-in for Team Canada? I would be shocked if he wasn't part of this lineup. And yeah, he's going to have a lot of competition because I'm a big Lauren Weber fan as well, but... Uh, we heard during the broadcast when I was talking to Nico about it, Team Canada will announce three goaltenders. And you guys can't sit there and tell me that he, Cabral, will not be one of the three goaltenders. I, I, I would be absolutely shocked if he's not part of it. I truly think, as we were talking about in the pregame show, that he's going to be part of the goaltending uh, trio in camp. And then we'll see what happens in camp and who is the hottest goaltender. You guys know more about the goaltending position than I do. And it's a lot about, and I know I'm repeating myself, but it's a lot about the hot hand. And, and sometimes if it's, if it's considered a 1B, but the 1B is playing better than the 1A, that's the way we go. It's, it's all about what happens a little bit later on in the fall for Team Canada. I think they have a lot of great options, though. And it'll be interesting to see how they utilize them. Yeah, for sure. We were having the discussion earlier about, um, you know, the MVP having to come from... I was thinking the MVP should come from the gold medal game. The yep. guys were kind of on the fence of like, well, maybe it's got to be the best player overall. What are your thoughts? I, I, I think truly, and, uh, you know, I, I hate to agree with Jeff Ryman, but <laughs> it's, it's almost one of those situations where... I, I feel the best player in the tournament is playing in that gold medal game, and it's a reason why the team is undefeated. The guy leads a tournament in scoring. He's been very good. Uh, can I see there a situation where, where you know, a, a goaltender like a Cabral is up there uh, with him as a, as a runner-up? Absolutely I could, but I like to think that when your two best teams are playing in such a short tournament of three days, it's brought out in that gold medal game, in my opinion. Can you make the argument for him if he's not in the gold medal game, though? You can make the argument, but then you know what I want to see? I want to see something extraordinary in the bronze medal game like a shutout. And I know it's asking a lot because it's really tough doing that in, in any sorts of games. But if you're not going to win the overall championship of a three-day tournament, then do something spectacular in the secondary game. And when I see secondary game, it's no disrespect intended, but the two best teams are playing ahead of you in that gold medal game. And that's just the facts of the tournament. Yeah. We, we see a lot of good hockey in this. And, you know, I'll go as far as saying if this was a regular season between these four games, I think it might be a lot evenly matched up. Because let's fast forward to Friday when we saw Team Black beat Team Red in overtime. What happens if Team Red gets the better bounce in overtime? I think it's a different tournament, to tell you the honest truth. Guys, how do you feel about that? Do you think it's a different tournament if that first game goes goes in a different way, Brett? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, 
if uh, the bounces go uh, the other way, then uh, the, the, the other team has the upper hand for sure. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the way things went right now. And, or, and uh, now uh, tomorrow we're going to be seeing a uh, different gold and bronze medal game. Okay, guys, what about the argument uh, for MVP? If, if uh, you know, we're not talking about a guy leading scoring in, in the uh, gold medal game, if he's in the bronze medal game, can you still make that argument, Cam? I certainly think you could, uh, especially if it's Jason Uha. If he's scored the most goals in the tournament and he's scoring five goals a game, however, his team's giving up seven or eight goals a game and he ends up being the leading scorer, I are absolutely think that you could say that he's the MVP of the tournament because of all of the goals and or assists that he's getting. Yeah, I, I do agree. I think that that's, um, that's a good point. Uh, to me, if your MVP is uh, in a different game and he's far and away uh, the MVP, then he deserves the prize, in, in my think, opinion. Yeah, being the MVP of a tournament is different because then I also think you should have an MVP of the gold medal game as well. And so you, being of the tournament, that is the entire uh, tournament, just as the name suggests. And you can be on a, a, be named an MVP of a tournament, dominate a tournament, and not be on a very good team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure you can. And, uh, you know... Uh, I just I think it'll be an interesting uh, interesting wrap up. I think it is going to be Jason that's going to get the MVP. Uh, hate to agree with Jeff um, <laughs> as well, Dave, because uh, I, I was on the uh, Gabral train there for a while. And uh, but I I just think you just has done a great job. Uh, can you make any um, predictions, Dave, for what you would expect in the gold medal game tomorrow? Uh, that, that gold medal game is going to be rock solid. I, I, I think we saw just a slight preview of, uh, of what, uh, what uh, Team Gold is capable of doing. And yes, they have a very good offensive attack, very capable goaltending. But if you're, if you're matching up the goaltending for that game, Lauren Weber's been very, very good for Team Black. So what if... Lorne, Lorne Weber, speaking of MVP goaltenders, mm -hmm. what about if he stands on his head, guys? And what about if Team Black steals a gold medal uh, win in that final game of the tournament? Maybe we're having that same discussion we're having today, tomorrow. That is a scenario I like to see. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot closer of a game. I, I think uh, I think both teams learned a lot about each other through that game, and, uh, and, I, and I think that uh, it's far from being settled on who will actually take the gold. Would you put a, a second guy on U-Haul, as we discussed in one of the other uh, post-games? Would you put a second guy, Dave? I, I think it's something that you have to consider. I, I, I think especially in the defensive zone where you kind of tailor maybe a shadow plus a guy that's a secondary, uh, it, it makes a lot of sense because if you could shut down what he does in the offensive zone it takes away a big portion of uh, of what uh, team gold has to offer offensively and that is the high scoring is the highest scoring team in this tournament right now but uh, before we discuss this a little bit further i know that jeff ryman is uh, below for a post-game interview let's go to him right now as we pick up the post-game show between team yellow and team red jeff I'm here with Kelly Serbu of Team Yellow. Finally picked up a big W out there. How does it feel to get the monkey off your back? Uh, great. All right, it's been a long weekend. Uh, thought we should have had uh, one yesterday and one today, but got away from us, but uh, it's great to win. It's hard playing games back-to-back -back like this. You guys just got off the ice just a couple hours ago. Has fatigue set in at all in this tournament? <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> we're, we're double shifting the whole game, so the good thing is that they're short, short periods, 15 minutes. Uh, compared to last, we were playing a 320 stop. 
Uh, but, yeah, it, it gets tired. Yeah. And one other thing that I have to point out here is that the goaltending, Joey Cabral, has been outstanding for you guys. The guys up in the booth have been talking about him nonstop. Potential MVP candidate for this entire tournament. How does it make you feel that you have a goaltender like that backing you up? Oh, it just makes it easy, I guess, knowing that, you know, first of all, if you don't back check, but you should anyway, uh, you have someone saw behind the pipes, right? So Joey's in the right position. He's playing the puck well. Uh, yeah, he's the backbone uh, to our team right now. Uh, the game this afternoon, the first one we played, uh, if it wasn't for him, it probably would have been a lot worse, right? I mean, it was 6-4, but he made some fabulous saves. Yeah. And I don't want to add insult to injury, but you guys are out of it. You're playing for the bronze medal tomorrow, but there's more to play for that as Team Canada is getting announced does that linger in the back of your mind at all? Yeah, thanks for reminding me with that too, by the way. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you go through, you put your best foot forward, right? Uh, we competed hard. So, uh, yes, definitely we want to make uh, Team Canada. Uh, so, yes, we want to leave with some software tomorrow, or some hardware tomorrow, I should say, not software. And uh, finally, just to that thought about uh, playing big games tomorrow, what are the plans for tonight? I was asking Mark DeMontis this earlier. You're in Toronto. It's Saturday night. Are you going to stay in and relax and try to get a good rest, or are you going to go out and do something? <laughs> Got to go out and not going to stay in, man. It's, <laughs> it's tournament time, right? Went out last night, maybe a little too late last night, uh, but probably a little tamer tonight uh, and get ready for tomorrow because we have earlier starts tomorrow, I think, too, than today. So, yeah, we'll go out and have some fun. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks, bud. Thanks so much, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Ryman joins us here on the panel, guys. And it's funny, and, and let's, let's discuss this before we get to this game. Uh, the scenario of both of these teams and both of these games have played three games and two nights with two nights of lack of sleep. What sort of effort do we possibly see on the ice tomorrow when everything's on the line, Cam? And, uh, and, and yet these teams that are involved in the gold medal game and the bronze medal game might be at its weakest as far as fatigue from a tough, tough weekend of hockey. Well, it sounds like that young man's going to be going out and having a good time tonight, so I think that fatigue's going to be even worse tomorrow. So, uh, I don't know. I guess, um, you know, when you're young, you're able to bounce back and be able to go and, uh, you know, put a good effort in. Uh, if it was me, I'd be going right to bed. <laughs> I'd be going to bed like half an hour after Not Brett. the game. Brett's going out. He already told me. I know, but he's broadcasting, so he doesn't have to worry about a game. Uh, one other point I want to bring up is that when I was down there interviewing Kelly, Matt Morrow popped by and was uh, talking to Kelly. And it, it seemed that, uh, like we've been talking about all day long, is those roster spots for Team Canada are still up for grabs. And I know Matt was sort of pointing to Kelly saying, hey, you know what, you guys may be out of it. Sorry to add insult to injury here, but that bronze medal game could mean so much more than just the bronze medal. It could be a potential spot on Team Canada when they go down in October to face Team USA. And uh, I think there's definitely uh, a lot for them to play for. So it should be good to watch um, going forward here, especially with Kelly, as we've been dubbing a uh, potential MVP candidate himself. Yeah, absolutely. And that bronze medal game is their gold medal game now. Yeah. And it's a chance to, like you, uh, we've said plenty of times uh, on the broadcast today, a uh, chance for them to play on Team Canada when they go in October down to the States. So still a huge amount to play for and uh you know i i can see uh kelly being on the team potentially so yeah neither one of these th those teams want to be the fourth team i canada on the line or not they're going to come out there they want that bronze medal there's no doubt about that and i know a bunch of these guys are competitors especially kelly and he was telling me after the interview was done uh and i think he even said it in the interview that he wanted that hardware around his neck 
uh, to at least bring home something. And exactly what Brock, you just mentioned, that they, these guys don't want to go home fourth. Uh, so they definitely are going to be out there giving it their all and definitely showcasing the skills that they've got here. Uh, but I want to talk about this game. We have the Low Vision and Development Division uh, Team Yellow versus Team Black. This has been uh, pretty outstanding as well last year. Uh, I feel like there's been an improvement in this category as well. And uh, the, the youth division has been added this year as well, which will be carrying a broadcast tomorrow afternoon, which will be a pretty special feature for some of those uh, younger stars. And I know uh, there's a couple of those youngsters that are going to be playing in this game who have been getting the nod and got the call up. So it's probably pretty special for them. Uh, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on what uh, the competition's been like, this, uh, like for this uh part of the tournament brought i mean brett i want to start with you um just from a standpoint as uh, this may not be the highest level but it's definitely getting there it, it, it certainly has been an eye-opener for sure um when you when you saw that it was uh, developmental you, you, you kind of in the back of your mind you you understand what developmental usually means and uh just uh they, they're a lot better than i i had anticipated for sure yeah, exactly, and I, I think the, the, one of the key things is developmental. Uh, it's the deve developmental division, and you'll see a lot of these youngsters, and I saw a friend of the show, Justin Wack, who was in the uh, youth category yesterday. He got the call up. He's going to be playing goalie for the black team. So, And I think he was playing earlier in the day, too, as this is game two between these two, and uh, Justin's been spectacular. I think this is one of his first events, and we, uh, we missed him on the AMI audio airwaves as he was uh, delivering tech updates with us from Cool Blind Tech back in the day, and uh, he's just a youngster himself, so it's good to see that the sport is growing. He's from Edmonton himself, so uh, coming across Canada to join us today in Toronto at the Madame Athletic Centre. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. 
The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.